Thank you for listening to the CEO-ish podcast hosted by me, Taylor Graham. And me, Chloe Willemson. This episode is sponsored by Zencaster, our number one podcasting tool. Zencaster provides crystal clear audio and gorgeous HD video. We love that it makes our lives easier by recording separate audio and video tracks for ourselves and our guests. Did we mention that it also does transcripts? So if you're uploading your podcast to your website for blogging and SEO purposes, it makes it so easy. Plus, there's a secured cloud backup, so you never lose your interviews and it's super easy to use. And there's nothing to download. Our guests just click the link and we start recording. Go to Zencaster to get 30% off your first three months with a pro account. What's up, bitches, hoes, and CEOs, and welcome back to the CEO-ish podcast. As always, I'm Taylor. Chloe's here, too. (laughs) And I have some important announcements, so we're just getting right into it. First of all, the Starbucks Christmas drinks are officially back. I am so happy. Mariah Carey, she is defrosting as we speak, and we are slowly transitioning to the best time of year, aka Christmas time. But let me make myself very clear here. We are not soft launching Christmas. I will die on this hill, okay? I hate this generation so much. A, soft launching. Dumbest concept ever, (laughs) all right? We can talk about that for a really long time. But the second thing, we can just call it decorating for Christmas early. We don't have to soft launch Christmas. Like I just, It's already been a thing. No, the fact that there are already Christmas decorations up, the, the fact that there are some up on Halloween, I just can't get behind it. What happened to the cornucopia, people? <laughs> what happened to the basket of gourds? I just feel like we need to spend the time enjoying, you know, Halloween and Thanksgiving before... We start thinking about Christmas. I mean, like, holiday shop for sure. Listen, okay. But before we start playing the music and decorating, I feel like we need to celebrate the other two holidays first. I'm going to share a very controversial opinion. Okay, right off the bat, I just want to say, fuck Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving food is terrible. The actual concept and meaning behind the Thanksgiving holiday in and of itself isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. a great thing either. We're colonizers. Let's not forget it. But I still want the holiday to be respected because I do like Thanksgiving. I like hanging out with my family. I like all of the food. Well, I don't like You just said you don't like the food and then I was going to say, bitch, the food's amazing. (laughs) No, I'm going to – my family does relatively non-traditional Thanksgiving food. So I like our Thanksgiving food. But like turkey – Not a fan of turkey, but like (laughs) cornbread. Okay, cornbread fox. I will give cornbread oh its due gosh. credit. I'm just thinking of all like it's, I like honestly, every Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving food is just besides really the turkey. An ode to Southern food. It's got the greens. It's got the it's mac got and the cheese. Potatoes. It's the got, mac and cheese. Oh my gosh! Which, by the way, I didn't realize that having mac and cheese at Thanksgiving was a very controversial thing. You either have it or you don't. Oh, which we I, have it. Which I feel like is kind of the case scenario with most foods at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you either have it or you don't. But like the mac and cheese is essential. Absolutely. My grandmother's stuffing is also essential. Liana's stuffing is essential. If you guys have not had Liana's stuffing, you have not lived. And I I stand by that. My grandma always makes bread pudding and it's just a staple. I have not had- I look had forward to it every year. Bread pudding at a Thanksgiving. But we are really? pie people, but not pumpkin pie people. I do love a good pumpkin pie. I love any pie, honestly. I just prefer apple. I Never feel like your, your like. apple or pumpkin in the fall season and- well. 
in the holiday season. It's either apple or pumpkin and you don't really waver on either. That just made me think I have from Starbucks bringing it back. Um, I got a pastry yesterday that we forgot to eat. <gasps> we should eat that before you go to work. We should. We are recording Side this note. on a Monday morning because we were tired residual hangover from Friday activities, which you guys have been waiting for us to talk about for months yes! now. Gravy. Yes. We my all husband. aborted the gravy train on oh Saturday. Gosh. It was a time. I died and went to heaven. You guys, I was the oldest person at this com- concert that was not chaperoning a minor. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. Of- <laughs> well, it was hilarious. Be- I mean, it was great because there was no line for the bar at no. any point in the night. I mean, like as soon as we walked in, there was a line. And at any other time, we could walk right up to the bar because nobody else was allowed to drink. Okay. So Chloe and I on Friday – Called it a day in the work department around 2.30. Started getting ready. Started mm-hmm. pre-gaming a little we bit. Dedicated. It was definitely a Friday. We were drinking by like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I felt like I was in college again. It's fine. Um, we were having a good time. We Ubered over to the venue and we were going to just walk to like a restaurant or a brewery because Nashville's crawling with breweries and wineries on every corner, you guys. It's not hard to find them. Um, and we were going to just suss out the line. But – the line had started. The 13-year-olds were lining up very, very early. So we just got a drink, got in line, got out of line to go get more drinks, got <laughs> back in line, made friends with the people in front of us, which I want to talk about them for a second. Because first, they truly did not believe that I was 25 years old. And let me tell you, they were all varying in ages between 16 and 19. And they were trying to tell me that I wasn't 25. And they were just like, I, you can't be older than 19 years old, which thank you. My skin thanks you. I, I'm not going to not take that compliment. But they were so offended when the guy in line came through and just gave them a big fat black X on their hand for not eligible to drink. And they were like, they didn't even check our IDs. And as a certified old old woman standing in the line. I yeah, you don't look you don't look it. I'm sorry to tell you. You don't look older than you think you are. I just thought it was funny cuz like how many wrinkles are you planning on having when you're 24 or 25 years old? I feel like, like we took very different perspectives on that. You were slightly offended that they thought you were I wasn't offended. I looked the same as I did when I was 19. Yeah. Like I don't look different, but I'm like how much are you planning on changing in the next 5 years? Like I said, Everybody handles the elements differently of aging. Some people go through seasoned life events a lot harder than others. And some people don't wear sunscreen. Yes. But anyway, gravy. So I never even gave you guys the update on matching with his manager on Tinder. So I felt like I was playing my cards right to begin with. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to convince him that I'm really cool. And I feel like I was doing a pretty good job of that. But then he was like, just got straight to the point. So he was like, so what are you looking for? And I was like, fuck. Because um, Chloe does not do one night stands. Um, anyway, so I was like, I don't want to lie to him and like lead him on. So I just said that. I was like, yeah, I do not do one night stands. However, if you guys want to have a wholesome night after the concert and hang out with us, we would totally love to hang out with you guys. You said the word wholesome. In I the- didn't say the okay. word wholesome. I was but like, I- you think they were looking for a wholesome night out. The men of the gravy terrain looking for something wholesome. Listen, we were one of the we were some of the few people there that were not minors, okay? You're not wrong. <laughs> I now understand why young gravy is the MILF lover, and it is because the MILFs are closer in age to him than his fan base is. And I stand by that. Yeah. Anyway, so homeboy did not want to have a wholesome night with us. His manager. I can't. 
You guys, there was. I would I would make an exception to my one night stand rule for Young Gravy. <laughs> oh, I knew that. I knew that. But also learn from me and please don't do one night stands. Yeah, just not into it. Um, But I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear my tallest heels. I'm going to wear my most obnoxious dress. And I am going to just eye fuck him from across the audience and hope he Which, falls in love with me. Let Actually, let's back it up and tell them how we accidentally, not so accidentally pissed off some 15 year old standing next to us in general admission oh yeah (laughs) the people in general admission were really salty one girl we weren't even going to like stand anywhere near her we were literally walking by her and she put her arms out and like pushes me and taylor apart and she's like i've been here for four hours first of all girl if you've been here for four hours and you are this far back that is nobody's fault but your own (laughs) and second of all I'm not even trying to stand anywhere near you. Am I not allowed to walk in your, like, this is, you're in a general admission in a concert. People are going to be in your space. I'm trying to get by you. I know a lot of our parents and our grandparents' generations think that our generations have gone soft. And there are a lot of things that I think our generation is just a lot more intolerant of and a lot more empathetic to than, and they just call it soft. However, our generation has gone soft on concerts, you guys. My former Warp Tour kid would have been elbowing people to get up to the front of concerts and had no shame about it. These kids all want their little personal space bubble, and if you invade it, they're literally in tears. And I'm like, that's just not how general. That's just not works. how general admission works. You shove your way to the front, and I'm sorry if you get pushed back. It's because you're weak. There was one girl who was who was by us, and she was mad at the guy in front of her because she was like, "You're too tall to be in the front." He and he was like, I've literally been here all day. Like, he what are you talking about? He, I paid extra. He turned this. around and he was like, do you see my VIP wristband? I paid extra to <laughs> be here. I don't give a fuck. Like, Yeah, that was weird. But no, we weren't people, there for the audience. We were there for gravy and homeboy okay. delivered. I can wholeheartedly see how I am the start. Like, quite literally, 1997 is the start of the Gen, Gen Z. Yes, the Gen Z generation. These kids have to be on the lower half of it because we were not the same. We are built different. But no, it did work out really well for us because since half of the audience was teenagers, I was for sure taller than everybody in the crowd. There was two people taller than me. Dude, I was taller than most of the people in the crowd in my heels, which, oh my God, you guys- Which they were also mad at me about that, which it's like, um, not my fault. I'm six feet tall. Chloe and (laughs) I wore heels for maybe- 3 p.m. to midnight. That's math in my head that I just simply cannot do. That's kind of embarrassing. You guys, my ankles were so swollen, so red, and like covered in heat rash. Oh, yeah. I also totally almost accidentally passed out on this concert (laughs) towards the end. (laughs) I got so hot in the center of this pit. And... (laughs) Oh my god! I'm also now having flashbacks to when they said, "Open the pit, let's mosh pit." And I, Chloe, oh, yeah, and I, I got, got real scared. Chloe and I got temporarily scared, and then we saw how the 13 year olds were just mildly shoving each other. And we we're like, "Oh, we got this. Yeah, we no. would rule the pit if we were into it. Never mind." Yeah, no, they were like right there. They pointed to a group like 10 feet away from us. They were like, "You guys, start the mosh pit." I was like, "Fuck, Taylor, run." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go also say another controversial opinion to most of the gravy fan base here. But after watching both Gravy and Baby perform live, Baby No Money is a much better performer live. He is. He was better with choreography. He was better with crowd interaction. He was better 
just overall. And the fact that that poor man did not get one baby, baby chant. And it was all just the kids screaming for gravy. Like I felt bad for him. Because gravy's so handsome. He's, he's so suave. You're not wrong. I'm not going to lie to you. Baby No Money does look like he would be the guy to sell you drugs behind the dumpster of a CVS. It's Baby No Money. But, <laughs> but I rest my case that he was the better performer. They both look like they would sell you drugs behind a CVS. Let's be honest. Yes, but one of them you would be proud to bring home to your mother and the other you would cringe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but basically, moral of the story, Gravy did not pick me, choose me, and we will try again another day. He did not love Chloe. I also forgot to make a sign that had Chloe's TikTok QR code. Oh, they really would have hated me if I had a sign because then I would have been obscuring everybody's view. I've just, like, we were further back by the time the concert even started than, like, when we walked up and stood there. So I don't know why anyone's salty. Also, that's just how it works. Like... They were acting like, oh, you're not allowed to break off for your group and go to the bathroom and then go meet up with your group again. Even like, they were acting like, sorry, you left. You, like, no, that's not. Yeah, like no. <laughs> I'm not going to be separated from my people the entire time, no. even though my people was Chloe. The But, <laughs> again, we were there with just each other. We're not going to be separated from each other. Like, no, that's not safe. <laughs> I know. And also, I just... I'm sorry. I was living in such a sublime state of literally being a decade older than everybody else in that room. I wasn't about to argue with somebody that I could be a parent of. No, you know what it was? (laughs) You know what it was? So it was, again, Taylor and I could keep just going up to the bar and having a good time. There was no line, you guys. Yeah. Everyone else there, you know, tried to get as drunk as they could in line, but they were sober by the time the concert started. So they were salty. And Taylor and I were just having a grand old time. Everybody there reminded me of when I used to be drunk off of like three sips of Burnett's when we'd all swig the bottle. Uh, I know. That that was the never energy. Never say Burnett's again. Burnasties. Burnasty. The Burnasties, the blue raspberry oh specifically. That was like my entire freshman year of college, you guys. I don't want to talk about it. It, it is a sore subject. You know what? Did we tell them? We got some uh, wine slushies, though, from that winery while we were waiting. You guys, we were so wine drunk the entire yeah, concert. It was a really good time. I also made the mistake of just being so busy the entire day. Like, I had a very busy work week <laughs> last week. I straight up did not eat before this concert. We got to the venue, and Chloe just looks at me. She's like, Have you eaten today? And I was sitting there trying so hard to recall a single food item that I had put into my body. So I had to get food at the concert immediately as soon as we had realized that because I was like, I can't drink like this the entire night. And you should not drink like that either. If you are listening to this podcast in this episode in particular, eat before you drink and just eat in general. Nourish your damn body. We do not (laughs) condone irresponsible drinking. We just do it sometimes. Also, we got to mention the venue had fucking daddy's dogs. One day. A bitch loves a daddy's dog when she's drunk. One day. I will successfully get a chili dog from them. It has not happened yet because they, they never are, have chili. They literally never have chili, and I'm starting to think that they just don't carry it. Um, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. One day, Liana will come back on this podcast as an honorary co-host, and she will help us dissect why we eat so many hot dogs when we're drunk, when we will not touch them sober. But until that day comes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, what else is going on this week? You guys were pretty light on updates minus the concert because I don't think are we dating right I'm not dating right now. I haven't been for No, I'm annoyed with dating. Yeah, Chloe's got some updates, but she's not ready to divulge those ones quite yet. So we're gonna continue marinating on our thoughts with that one. 
Um, take that as you will, but I'm not dating right now. And let me tell you guys, my inner peace has never been better. However, I do find myself getting bored and that's a problem because that's <laughs> when I become a menace to society. But as during the pot, cause we're bored. <laughs> I, Chloe can attest. I downloaded hinge the other day just to open the app and see that I had absolutely no messages, not even at the top. Like that's how long I hadn't been on the app and then I took it back off my phone and here we are still not dating. Um, I know I, I know that's probably like really confusing because I do give date updates, but like my whole thing was I took the apps off of my phone and then I just rolled with the community of men that I had built, <laughs> the roster that I was working with. And we have one man left on that roster and he's- Arguably the best one. So, you know- well, okay, we're definitely not. Okay, so there was like one and a half men on the roster, and now the half man is pretty much fully being removed. Sorry, Scorpio man. Oh, I Just. thought it was military man. I was like, what do you mean he was still on the roster? No! I need I need you to trust me. He's gone. Better fucking be. He's um, something. <laughs> he is something. Yeah. <laughs> but um. yeah, rip to Scorpio man. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry, you guys. Sometimes in dating, you're just not feeling it, no matter how much mm-hmm. you wish you were feeling it, because you can acknowledge the person is a great person and anybody would be lucky to have them. I just, I can't force it. I can't fake it. I just, I'm not that into it. And yeah. unfortunately, that sucks. So I wish him well, though, because he really is a great guy. He's He honestly was the greatest guy I've met dating in Nashville, like in terms of quality of men. Yeah, there's not a... There's not a whole lot of quality men in Nashville. Also, I was just talking to my mom about this. Side note, not even about dating, but about friends because I was talking to my mom about like, it's just really frustrating trying to make friends because everyone in this town is here for like one to three years and they know that. Yeah. And so like, it seems like everybody and like Taylor and I like go back and forth feeling the same way because it's like, why even bother finding and putting in the work to have like deep meaningful friendships when you know you're going to be leaving soon especially for the people that are only here for like a year like I don't I get it like why put in the work for that but it's really frustrating because it seems like everybody wants just friends to like go to the bar with and that's it yeah I think something Chloe and I have actually been struggling with a lot recently. Like it's really put a damper on both of our moods and both of us just kind of like lay around the house sometimes and yeah. we shouldn't be I've doing that. I've been like that. depressed the last few days. <laughs> the last few days. Yeah. Um, I felt too, I was really bad when I got home from Paris. I won't lie, but it's just feeling lonely straight up. And Chloe and I are so grateful to have each other, but we also know that we live together, we work together, yeah. and we are each other's closest friend. And that's not necessarily the healthiest thing. Like we do need to have other friends. But even Chloe and I were talking about last week, and I said, with regards to making friends, somebody at some point in the friendship has to be the one to overshare first. It's how the best friendships are made. Somebody has to take the plunge and divulge personal information and be the one to start a deeper conversation as opposed to that surface level shit that we all deal with when friend dating, dating in general, et cetera. And I am always more than happy to be the person that will overshare first. But sometimes that bites you in the ass, especially when they're not, they don't end up being that great of a friend. And it just sucks. So Chloe and I have been dealing with that. We're having a hard time finding our people here. And it's just been one of those things where like, especially I've noticed it after I stopped dating around because I was very much using dating to fill the void of like 
not having friends in the city when you move to a brand new city out of state. And also like, yeah, we knew people moving here, but people when you're in your 20s are in just such different phases of lives. Sometimes you have married friends. Sometimes you have engaged friends. Sometimes you have friends that live with their long-term boyfriend. And sometimes you have friends that literally live with their parents and it's just a wide array. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and even like I have my sister here, I have my cousin here, but there's only so much that I'm, you know, I don't want to just like involve myself in their how, how am I saying this? Like, I don't like there's only so much I can hang out with them, you know, like, and, again, and I need other friends. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. And it's not, it's just, it's a very lonely feeling. Mm-hmm. And especially after, like, you know, getting out of a long term relationship and then using dating as a weird band aid for a while, which wasn't even a band aid to the relationship because I had more than grieved it by the time that it had ended. But it was just like uh, filling the void of not having friends. Like, and I had never, this is the first time in my life that I feel like I've really never not had friends. Like I literally have you. I was going to say like, I've moved quite a bit and it's never, like I've never really struggled to find a few deep, meaningful friendships. Like that's always like kind of what I've preferred is to have less friends, but like really deep friendships. And I've always been able to find that. And here- I don't know. It's, no. It's tough. And we've been here for a while. Like, And uh, like Chloe said earlier, everybody just wants friends to go to the bar with. Mm-hmm. And and that's fine. We, wa- we also want friends to go to the bar with. But like we also want to go for a hike with them or like do – Invite them over like, for yeah. a wine night and not have to go out. Because also you guys like living in Nashville is – in and of itself, a lifestyle. It is expensive to be here. The rent is expensive. The food is expensive. The drinks are expensive. And when I tell you, like, it's not just like the drinks are expensive. Ha ha ha. I mean, you guys are paying $13 for a can of Miller Lite. Do the math on that one. You can get the whole case at Meyer for what? Eight bucks. Like it, you, you overpay. <laughs> Taylor doesn't buy beer. <laughs> you overpay to be here. Yeah, I don't buy beer. Please don't quote me on that. But either way, you could get the whole case for the price of the yeah. one drink here is my the point I'm getting at. And I'm not always in the mood to spend sixty to a hundred dollars every night that I have to go out. And I also feel like like when the weekend comes around, I'm like, okay, I feel like we have to go to the bars. Because that's like our like it feels like social an, time. I know it is. It feels like an obligation, and that's mm-hmm. not actually how I want to spend my social time because no. I don't like drinking that much. Yeah, I like going to the bars, but I don't want to feel like I need to go this weekend or else I haven't been social all week. I know that just really sucks. Do I need yeah. a club? <laughs> I know we should like. I don't know. I don't know. Leave this city. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the plan. Nothing is solidified yet. We're not going to be keying you guys in on what our next moves are until. More, we know. <laughs> more is solidified. We have a very good solid foundation, but there needs to be more bricks and layers added before mm-hmm. we make anything public. Um, but moral of the story is Chloe and I will not be staying in Nashville. We yeah. we gave it a genuine effort, you guys. And I know there were a lot of people that told us, oh, you're only a couple months in. You're only a month in. You still need to get settled. It takes time. I know at my core, this is just not my city. I don't vibe with the people. I don't vibe with the morale complex. I don't know if that's the right word to say. <laughs> I don't know. What are you get I don't know what you're getting at. I, we have different views on morality here. Oh like, yeah. Like there's yeah. just that's that point different blank morals. period. Different morals. Yeah. yeah. I just it's not my city. I tried. I know. So yeah. I'm not really sure 
how to end this conversation. I don't really have more to say on it. I just venting on feelings of loneliness in addition to our young gravy recap, apparently, because that's what this has turned into. I'm so lonely and I just want young gravy. Is that too much to ask for? (laughs) You know, let's actually dissect that. Did Chloe moving here, because your obsession with him started about four days in because that's when you got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Did Chloe hyperfixate on young gravy out of loneliness? No, she hyperfixated on Young Gravy out of his worthiness to be hyperfixated on. Are you kidding me? It's baby, no money. He's like six foot eight, funny, full head of hair. What more can you ask for? A response. A response. Yeah, <laughs> I am asking for a response. <laughs> Some validation. Some validation. <laughs> All right, you guys. At this point, I'm just gonna end this podcast. No, we're not. Off. We're not. Your dad's birthday. Oh yeah, I was gonna give Joel a birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Joel! You were number one fan. He really is the number one fan of the podcast, and Chloe and I as individual people. Um, and his birthday was also on the day of the Young Gravy concert, so I just wanted him to feel special. Happy birthday, Joel! What'd you get him? Um, I can actually say this because he opened his present on FaceTime with me. I got him one of those like charging stands that does your phone, your watch, and your headphones all at the same time. Oh, nice. My dad is a very practical man. He likes Amazon trinkets. There's nothing that makes that man happier than like a $30 item off of Amazon. Hell yeah. (laughs) Happy birthday, Joel. Yes. uh, This one's for you. Yes. (laughs) We will talk to you guys next week. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe because you guys are – killing it in the ratings with us right now you guys we checked last week and we were at like six thousand plays and we checked this morning and we are almost at seven thousand plays you guys are literally killing it for us and we appreciate it so much because as you guys know we are openly going through the process of trying to pitch to studios we're getting our media kit together and we're going to start that process right after the holiday season because as you guys know quarter four is just a chaotic time for anybody that works in advertising and social media. If you run a business, et cetera, it's just a crazy time. So we really appreciate all of the support and getting our numbers up to where we need them to be until then. And yes, hold on. Also, we have a lot of new listeners. And if you want to go back and listen to our meet the host episode, please don't listen to episode number one. That's trash and it's embarrassing and we wish we could delete it, but we're not going to because we want to see the numbers. However, and we it also shows it. growth. Yes, it shows the growth. But we re-recorded it. We'll have that linked in the show notes for you guys too. It's a lot better. Um, So yeah, check that one out if you want to get to know us a little bit better. Yeah, I'm so happy you mentioned that because that was the episode that had like really shot up in our episode rating numbers and I cringed a little bit to know that. We were like, ooh. (laughs) Guy, it just, I went on a spiral, okay? A spiral about a week and a half ago listening to some of our older episodes and just realizing how bad we sounded. The audio was terrible. We didn't know what we were doing. We sounded so scripted, tried to keep to our bullet point list so we wouldn't like miss anything when we were not recording together. And it was just a lot harder. Like truly recording in person is the best thing that ever happened to us. Yeah. I mean, also we're like, what, almost two years in now? Wow. Look at us. Um, Who would have thought? Wow. Who would have thought? Not me. Um, But yeah, I feel like we've gotten a little more comfortable. A little. Just just a little bit. Two years ago, you would not have done a solo episode about your dating life, so. No. Two years ago, I was in a relationship. With a lame. I'm going to say it. I don't care. And I'm not going to (laughs) disagree. Okay. All right. See you guys. Bye.
right, CEOs, that is it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, you can find all of our episode and guest information in the show notes, as well as on our website, www.coishpodcast.com, spelled like our name without the dash. Thank you all so much for supporting our show. And for more CEO-ish, be sure to give us a follow over on Instagram at CEO-ish podcast. And be sure to follow us on our personals at Chloe Elizabeth Creative and at Tegram Biz. Be sure you're subscribed to CEO-ish wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really love the show, be sure to give us a five-star review, whether that be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really does help us out and we read every single one. We love you guys so much and thank you for tuning in to CEO-ish. We'll see you CEOs in the next episode. Bye.